G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, we're back today talking through the issue of free speech. And as you know, uh, the government did a backflip on some legislation that was to change what was called Section 18C to talk through some of those issues with free speech and uh, with the way that we are able to insult one another or not able to insult one another. Good to be able to welcome Jenny Stokes from Salt Shakers. Hello, Jenny. Welcome back. Hello, Neil. Good to be back. Jenny, uh, with the whole race-hate law issue, and uh, that's been talked about uh, now in the media for some time, uh, there are some bright glimmers of light on the horizon, uh, but it's caused certainly a major upset in Australia, and uh, there's been people on both sides of the debate who've been very heated in the way that they've been defending their position. When it comes to being a Christian and looking at the 18C and uh, those uh, things that uh, the Attorney General had wanted to put into place. How do we stand as Christians? Well, Neil, I think uh, you know that's that's a really good question, and uh, you know, and and I think to start with, as a Christian, we don't want to be unnecessarily nasty or unpleasant, and I think we should be you know loving to other people, but but often loving is is distorted these days and so we get this idea that that being loving is saying nothing critical of particular behaviors or activities and uh, and that's not you know really the case we need to be honest and truthful and be able to actually express concern about some of the activities and and certainly some of the issues we deal with um, would often get you know, criticism that, oh, well, you're not being particularly loving. And when we talk about abortion or homosexuality or Islam or, um, you know, any of these other things, and, you know, inevitably some people will say, well, you're, they use the phobic word and, and tack that on to whatever they think you're, you're speaking about, Islamophobic or homophobic. And it, it's almost a put down to sort of say, well, any, any criticism or any uh, measured debate on this is now not accepted. So there is, in one sense here, as you're saying, a definition of love, uh, whereas as a Christian uh, you talk about uh, the ability to be able to speak your heart uh, rather than speak your mind in that sense of, uh, of being uh, someone who's you know, presenting damaging criticism, but there is a sense in which love is speaking up for those who might be uh, the weakest in our society who may well suffer under the way the law was to change. Well, that's right. And, and the problem with the law is that it was actually put in in 1994 and it was put in under a Labor government and there was a lot of controversy over it at the time. And the main controversy is that it actually talks about insulting or offending Now, on the basis of race. Now, when the Victorian Racial and Religious Tolerance Law was put in, uh, the first draft bill for that back in the year 2000, the first bill actually used these same phrases, insult, offend and so on. And we actually said, well, we can be insulted any day of the week, you know, or offended, but that doesn't mean that we should all end up in court or off to tribunals. Um, but sometimes, you know, there are 
ways to educate people how to say things and people will still be insulted even if you don't mean to insult them um, because people can take offence. And, and another thing with this particular law, the Racial Discrimination Act with this 18C, which is about racial vilification, um, part of the problem with that is it's, de it's determined on the basis of how the person themselves think. So if they think they're offended, that's what they have to show in the court. Um, in Victoria and now all the other states that have got similar legislation, they've actually, because there was a, an outcry against the Victorian proposal, they actually went with what the New South Wales government had. And that was actually the incitement of hatred or serious contempt or severe ridicule. So much more, much stronger words uh, than offend or insult. And you had to have this level of incitement that you're inciting other people to hate um, or have severe contempt for. So it's quite different to just the individual uh, response and certainly far from uh, the idea of offending and insulting. So certainly that was an improvement. And even under that law, which we objected to, even under that law, we had the Catch the Fire case with Daniel Scott speaking about Islam and, in fact, even speaking about reaching out to Muslims and, and evangelism and so on as part of his lecture. Um, that was taken to the tribunal as, you know, this was inciting hatred. And uh, so it's always then, even on the word hatred, we, we, we can have problems. It's like any type of uh, hate laws that you might have in place. Uh, there is a sense in which the law becomes then a weapon to be used against various members of society. Well, that's right. And, and it's very easy to make a complaint. And usually, uh, certainly at the federal level and also at the state level, uh, uh, the, the initial complaint goes to a commission where you know they can make a complaint and then you have to defend yourself and turn up to mediation and so on. If it's not satisfied at that point or if it's, you know, your apology or whatever, <laughs> usually they're asking for an apology of some sort. Um, if you don't apologise, they can then take that case on to a court or a, a tribunal hearing. Um, in the case of the federal law, it's actually the federal court. So it's actually in a court situation, not just a tribunal. And so over the years, there have been uh, particular groups, and it only covers race at this point. Um, so various ethnic groups, but also um, Aboriginal people have taken complaints under the law. That's where Andrew Bolt was found to have breached the law. And also Jewish groups, because the Jewish group and the Sikhs are actually considered as race, as races under this particular law. But the Muslims haven't been. So one of the things that struck us, you know, quite, quite concerningly was that the announcement by Tony Abbott was made at the same time that he actually announced that they were going to tighten terrorism laws to deal with, you know, people returning from Iraq where they're fighting with the Islamic State and we've seen barbaric practices being carried out over there, um, including by some Australians, and they're concerned about them coming back and having laws in place to actually tighten our, the, the response for the security agencies against terrorist threats. And so it was almost like, well, we're, not, we're going to, to give up on the race-hate laws, this idea of offending or insulting, in order to get unity and to get the Muslim community on side um, to actually support the, the, the changes in the anti-terrorism law. And I think it's that linking between the two. It's like, well, we should be able to have free speech. We should be able to get rid of this offend or insult category. And the, the government had already watered it down to have a proposal that was... Um, to put in the inciting hatred clause. So they'd already listened to some of the ethnic groups and community groups and said, OK, we'll just have the inciting hatred bit. 
but they're actually dropping that now and it will stay. At this point, the government is saying, well, we're going to leave it, not touch it, and it will stay with this idea of offender insult. Because there are some who are disappointed because it was an election promise from the Abbott government to change the law. They've decided to leave it on hold, but the issue is not going away. Family First Senator Bob Day is preparing to uh, have a uh, private uh, senator's bill to amend that uh, particular act. Yes, and and that's just happened this week. So even though um, it was about a week ago that the government actually announced that, uh, Senator Day has actually just announced this week that he's planning to do this this uh, senator's bill to change the law. And so we really welcome that. And uh, and certainly that that's, that idea of free speech is something that Family First has promoted for for a long time. And uh, and so we're really pleased that he's doing that. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that happens. Some some uh, coalition senators are actually talking about crossing the floor. They they think so strongly on this issue that it should be done that they're actually talking about crossing the floor. Part of the problem for Tony Abbott is that some of his coalition MPs who were opposed to the changes are actually in Western Sydney electorates with quite high Muslim populations, and so they were persuaded by their local constituents, if you like, uh, not to change the law. So. There's often a lot of politics, um, but we're, we're certainly very disappointed that this was an election promise. Uh, Tony Abbott appeared on the same platform as Mark Stein, who's a free speech advocate who was taken under the Canadian laws. Um, a couple of years ago, he did a tour of Australia. Tony Abbott appeared on the platform saying, yes, we're going to repeal this law. And so we're particularly, he's particularly concerned that, that he's back down on that promise. And, uh, and it's interesting in Canada, since since uh, Mark Stein was taken under the Canadian hatred laws, racial hatred laws, they've actually been repealed. Um, there was such an outcry over the law and how it was being done that they've actually changed their view on that. So it can be done, and uh, we'd like to see the government rethink this and um, reinstitute the changes that they were going to do. Well, we'll follow along the debate and uh, we'll be interested in what truly does make free speech. And uh, we do, of course, want the protection of people and uh, certainly for those who are are, are court considered to be uh, some of the weaker members of our society. And uh, from time to time, that will be the Christian population here in Australia as well. Uh, Jenny Stokes, always good getting your insights into these issues. Thank you so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.